Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News. On this Thursday, Thursday, August 10th, 2023, let's get into it. It's Bachelor Rush Hour. I'm going to give you all your news in one place. We've got Claire Crowley uh, eviscerating ex-fiance Dale Moss on the Almost Famous podcast. I'll share a clip of that full video on YouTube. Plus, I went to see Barbie last night. I'll give you my thoughts without any spoilers on what I thought of Barbie. I'll give you a little hint, though. I really liked it. I thought it was very good. You could even say love. Uh, we'll share it. I, I will share that and so much more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. Let's jump right into our stories. Can you believe this? Yesterday, we had a breaking news story that Lil Tay had passed away. She was a nine-year-old internet sensation, now 14, and there was a statement on her Instagram about her death. Well, it turns out she is alive. You might not remember Lil Tay, but she was like this sort of young nine-year-old who had stacks of $100 bills thrown around and $200,000 cars. And it was this wild and sad story to hear of the passing of her and her brother. But now we know that is not true. TMZ reports social media personality Lil Tay is very much still alive, claiming her Instagram account was compromised and used to spread jarring misinformation about her and her brother's death. Tay tells TMZ, I want to make it clear that my brother and I are safe and alive, but I'm completely heartbroken and struggling to even find the right words to say. It's been a very traumatizing 24 hours. All day yesterday, I was bombarded with endless heartbreaking and tearful phone calls from loved ones, all while trying to sort out this mess. My Instagram account was compromised by a third party and used to spread jarring misinformation and rumors regarding me to the point that even my name was wrong. My legal name is Tay, not Claire Hope. Oh, so they didn't even get her name right. Wild story, but speaking of Claire, we'll have Claire Crowley in a minute. But first, let's get to Taylor Swift, the Beatles of our generation, the largest tour of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, we are witnessing a cultural movement play out right in front of our eyes. Last night was her final performance in Los Angeles. Party like it's 1989. Let's hear what she had to say. The fans were going wild. And so now here we are on the last night of the U.S. leg of the Eras Tour in the eighth month of the year. On the ninth day... Notice there are some new outfits in the show. There's some now, the crowd's responding because these are clues she's giving out. If you aren't familiar with Taylor Swift, uh, she's hinting towards the 1989 album. And we're going we're gonna to break this all down. But, of course, August 9th, 89 8, here. And, uh, there's something that I've been planning for a really, really, really ridiculously embarrassingly long time. And I think instead of just, like, telling you about it, I think I'll just... To show you something 
And then she shows the new album cover for her song, or for her album, 1989, Taylor's Version. If you're not familiar with the Taylor Swift saga that's going on, I'm going to give you a quick refresher. I don't know if we have any Swifties out there, but I've been known to be a Swiftie myself. I don't go to her concerts, but I've watched every one of her um, album documentaries. I think they're just fantastic. Why Taylor Swift is re-recording all her old songs. So all of that crowd cheering you heard was just Taylor Swift announcing she's re-recording her old albums. After losing her masters to Scooter Braun, Taylor Swift is in the process of making new ones. Taylor Swift has just announced she'll be re-recording 1989. In true Swiftian fashion, she announced it on August 9th, the ninth day of the eighth month during a performance at her sold-out Eras tour. Swift began re-releasing her re-recorded music in April of 2021 when she dropped Fearless, Taylor's version, a new take on her 2008 sophomore outing. It was followed by Red, Taylor's version, released in October of the same year, which drew its buzz from the release of a new 10-minute-long version of Swift's classic All Too Well. In July of this year, she dropped Speak Now, Taylor's version, a new take of her 2010 third album. With 1989, she'll be returning to one of her most critically acclaimed albums, which arguably cemented her transition from crossover teen sensation to full-fledged adult artist. Okay, so here's how it all works, if you don't understand. The process began back in 2019. That's when the news broke that Swift's old record label, Big Machine Records, which she left in 2018, had been sold to music mega manager Scooter Braun. The sale gave Braun the rights to all the master uh, recordings for Swift's old music, meaning that anyone who wanted to license one of Swift's old songs to play in a TV show or movie or an ad would have to ask for Braun's permission and pay him a licensing fee. And given that Braun used to work with sworn Taylor Swift enemy Kanye West, Swift was devastated. In an emotional Tumblr post, she called the news my worst case scenario. So as far as I know, people could still license out the old music, but the fact that Taylor Swift is re-recording all of these albums means people can just come for the new version. So any of Taylor Swift's fans are going to stream the new version versus the old. And this is really... Uh, going from her biggest nightmare to Scooter Braun's biggest nightmare. So Scooter Braun bought Big Machine Records for $300 million. And now it's like, what is it worth if she's going to re-record all of the music, which some are saying was Kelly Clarkson's idea. Kelly Clarkson tweeted this on July 13th, 2019. At Taylor Swift 13, just a thought. You should go in and re-record all the songs that you don't own the masters on exactly how you did them, but put brand new art in some kind of incentive so fans will no longer buy the old versions. I'd buy all of the new versions just to prove a point. This, my friends, is how you do it. This is a classic worker versus boss fight back success story for Taylor Swift. Um... Uh, uh, and then we have Kelly Clarkson told this on Andy Cohen. She's brilliant. She would have come up with that idea on her own, and she maybe already had before I even tweeted it. So Kelly Clarkson doesn't want to take the advice she gave, but a real dagger into Scooter Bronze. I mean, it's like, imagine owning the Masters to Beatles Let It Be, and so then the Beatles just re-record it, and then all of a sudden, you own one of the copies of something. This reminds me of all the people that invested in um, uh, N NFTs. <laughs> It's like, what are those worth, bro? So either way, Taylor Swift coming out on top right here.
And we'll have a little bit more on Taylor Swift after a quick word from our sponsors. Today's Bachelor Rush Hour is sponsored by Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. You take a short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and health goals for a personalized, doctor-backed recommendation. And the quiz can be retaken at any time to switch up your packs as your lifestyle and needs change. Care Of makes taking your vitamins on the go this summer and fall so convenient with individual daily packs that are perfect for travel. Yeah, say you're traveling for the Taylor Swift Eras concert tour. You're probably uh, out of breath from walking up and down on the stairs. You're probably in the sun from the pre-gaming. Your voice is probably sore from all the screaming and everything. You could definitely need to boost your immunity and do that with Care Of. I personally am using the collagen powder. It's putting, uh, putting it in my morning coffee because I never miss my morning coffee. Now I never miss my collagen and it keeps my skin hydrated for 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter code RUSHHOUR50. That is takecareof.com and enter code RUSHHOUR50. And I'll tell you what I'll be doing when I watch this Taylor Swift documentary whenever it comes out. I'll be enjoying a microdose gummy because our sponsor here on Bachelor Rush Hour is Microdose, an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Microdosing helps curb my anxiety. Oh, are you upset that Scooter Braun spent $300 to buy out all of your albums. How relatable, Dave. You know what? Get back in the studio with microdose.com and help cure that anxiety with some creative energy. The last thing you need is to worry about Scooter Braun stealing all of your life's work. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com. Use code RUSHHOUR to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, microdose.com, code RUSHHOUR. But we always say this regarding Taylor Swift. We always talk about owning the rights to your own work. I probably get uh, companies reach out to me once or twice a week, and I'm just a low-life YouTuber, you know what I mean? But I get companies reaching out to me all the time that want to buy a stake in my channel and prepay me and then make money on the back end of the catalog. So clearly companies are very predatory in wanting to do this. When Taylor Swift switched over to Republic Records in the fall of 2018, she negotiated to own the master rights to all the music she creates going forward. So by re-recording her old songbook with Republic Records, she will own the copyright to all of the new recordings. What a big F you to the bosses, the old boys club, the men that are out there that control all of these, you know, companies. Same things going on in, um, you know, the Screen Actors Guild with the strike. These streaming sites are paying people a little bit of money up front, but it's really not that much in the big, um, the big picture. So that takes me to the feminist movie Barbie. Let's talk about it real quickly. No spoilers. I took my lady to see it last night. The only beef I had is we went to one of those upscale movie theaters. The legs. The, the 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 recliners didn't work for the back only the leg part inclined so like it was like a it was almost like if you sat upright with a love seat with a ottoman to put your feet on which was fine it was okay and then they served us food we got pickle pepperoni pizza and we also got some cauliflower uh, what do you call it uh, you know like uh, popcorn chicken type deals and um, I had a very large diet coke which was very nice the movie itself I mean look it's an A. It's an A movie. Uh, if it's not exactly in your wheelhouse of the type of mov movie you likes, I think you would still like it. The people that are giving it negative reviews 
uh, in this like sort of class war that that we live in, they just can't enjoy a good movie. I mean, this movie's meant for women. It's meant to showcase women fighting against the patriarchy. That's that's a tale as old as time, right? That's like the uh, David versus Goliath. The fact that some people can't relate to that because they're not women or they don't understand because of their their, uh, lot in life, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But again, some people just can't have empathy for situations they haven't personally been in. My guess is if someone that was against the movie or the idea of Barbie, my guess is if they went there with their daughters and got to watch a smile on their daughter's face as they watched Barbie overtake, you know, my, you know, I'm not giving anything away, but that's the theme of the movie. It's like Barbie coming, you know, uh, it's a David and Goliath movie, right? I think we can all agree on that. We love to see that. So either way, it was a fantastic uh, movie, even if it wasn't necessarily the movie that I would have chosen if I was going out with the boys. Yo, bros, let's go out there and kick it and watch Barbie. I mean, we all, we all would have liked it. As far as the comedic aspects of it, they nailed it. Um, I just, um, you know, my new uh, vision is that I can somehow try to look like Ken, but holy cow, there I am eating a pickle pepperoni pizza, ready to spit it out when I look at Ken. Uh, boy, he didn't miss an ab workout. I'll tell you what, very very nice stuff over there. All right, so let's take a hard left turn to a, uh, speaking of David versus Goliath, Dana White, uh, who is the uh, sort of head of the UFC, had a meeting with officials to hold a Mark Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk fight at the Coliseum. And when I read this, I was like, well, he doesn't mean like the Coliseum, like where gladiators used to fight. It couldn't be that Coliseum, could it? We're going to get to what he had to say about this fight right after a quick word from our sponsors. Elon Musk. <laughs> what's going on with Zuckerberg? Well, I heard you got all the information behind You got to promote that? It's real. It's real. My wife says, um, it's real. Mike Tyson. He's going to kick his ass. I said, no, I think he's going to bust Zuckerman's ass. <laughs> you call him Zuckerman. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, you know, we were literally talking funny because Elon's going to bust Zuckerman's ass. We were talking about the Coliseum uh-huh. for that fight. And I actually did have a meeting with the, uh, it's the Minister of Cultures team really? in, in Italy uh, to actually hold that fight in the Coliseum if, if it would happen. So, But how are they going to fight? It's going all out or just boxing? No, it'd be, it'd be it's, MMA. Yeah, oh, yeah, I want to see that one. No way, man. I want to see that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking. Now, is Elon going to use steroids or something? <laughs> no, no steroids, no. No you steroids sure? allowed. But think about how big that fight is. Two of the richest, most powerful guys in the fucking world wow. are gonna are gonna I would fight pay for it. On the- Mike Tyson said he would pay for it. I would pay to watch them both punch each other in the jaw at the same time and knock each other out. Wouldn't that be nice? So this idea of a concert at the Coliseum is insane. Are you not entertained? You know what I mean? Uh, just a wild idea. But it's actually kind of happening already in different um, ancient uh, monuments here in Italy. Travis Scott Uh, uh, In this article about Travis Scott, medics treat 60 fans after Kanye performs. Residents say it felt like an earthquake. Travis Scott is getting blamed for shutting down all concerts at an ancient Italian stadium. This after his performance Monday sparked numerous calls for concerned residents fearing there was an earthquake. The rapper did his Monday night show at Rome's Circus Maximus near the famed Coliseum, but it turned into a fiasco when someone pepper sprayed 60 fans who then needed medical attention so very crazy stuff here uh that he was performing in circus maximus i mean who lets this go 
Uh, you can't even like uh, look at a wall here. I mean, I don't know. This is just wild stuff. And in other news in Europe, let's keep it over there in Europe. We'll get to Claire Crowley in a second, but we have some fun, some real fun, strange news. An Austrian supermarket spider with bite that can cause permanent boners invades store, forces evacuation. A supermarket in Austria was evacuated after a highly venomous spider was spotted in the store and the creature has a bite that can not only kill, but it can cause permanent erections. Uh, meanwhile, there's a line out the door by uh, middle-aged ladies trying to find this spider for their husband. All right, folks, we're kidding. The deadly arachnid in question is the Brazilian wandering spider and it was reportedly spotted in the store. The creature has reached Europe before, usually by hiding in bunches of bananas being shipped to stores. All right, so uh, anyone eating a banana right now? Be careful. Uh, you don't put that thing near your pecker or you're going to be permanently uh, causing attention. The four-inch uh, 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 spider, that is, black and red spider, apparently popped up at the Penny Supermarket in Cremes en Donau, uh, which is about 45 miles west of Vienna. The store called authorities after Tuesday's sighting, and the shop has been shuttered ever since. The spider is still on the loose, despite an extensive search of the store, which included sealing all the banana crates. The spider is... I didn't, I didn't think I'd have that on my bingo card today, just saying the spider is on the loose. You know, you know what's actually crazy? The other day... Uh, my wife always yells, you got to wash the produce before eating it. And I'm a big believer in reaching my hand into the grape bag and having a grape. And I'm not kidding. I opened the trunk of my car, Tesla. Uh, I got a Tesla. <laughs> I opened the trunk and I grab a grape and I go, look, honey, I'm going to eat this right out of the box. And I'm not uh, right out of the bag. I'm not kidding. I pull the grape up. It gets, and it was, uh, it was one of those, um, what are the green grapes? They're really yellow, you know, those like light yellow grapes. And I pull it up and about an inch from my lip, I see that there's a spider on the grape. And I'm not kidding when I say my, uh, my uh, ability to throw a bag of grapes in the air is unmatched. A real fight or flight moment. It was flight for the spider. I threw the bag and then the spider went missing in my car. Now, luckily I was able to find the spider because I said, if I don't find the spider now, I'm never going to trust a red light again. Anyway, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. So let's get to some other news here. I wanted to share with you the Claire story. We already covered this story extensively on the YouTube channel today. Um, I don't want to re-litigate all of my points, but let's just hear the Instagram abbreviated version of Claire Crowley talking about ex-fiance Dale Moss on the Almost Famous podcast. Have a listen. The very last day that I saw him was the day I was told I was going to have to go say goodbye to my mother because she was really, really sick right then. And he basically said, that's not my problem. And I begged him to please not leave me in that moment. Now, I hate it when people say, I basically, he basically said, whenever someone says, you basically say, I've had this happen to me so many times on the internet after making a point, I'll make like a three paragraph point. So you're basically saying, it's like, that's not what I said. You know what I mean? So either way, we don't know what he said, but this is how Claire feels. Why am I begging this man? to have human decency. I was very low. I was very depressed. I don't ever want to let any man bring me that low. Even when I had my breast implants out, he showed up, took a selfie for self, you know, for social media and left the next day while I was going through recovering from surgery just to show people that he was there. No man would ever, ever do that. 
and it makes me cry all the time now how grateful I am for Ryan. He's so good to me. He's so good to me. Yeah, I mean, she went from a guy in his mid-20s to a guy probably in his early 40s. You're going to get a different sense of self. Now, but look, if I was some sort of investigator and I got Claire's full testimonial of her relationship with Dale, and then I got Dale's full testimonial of his relationship with Claire, for all Dale knows, she might have been a nightmare to him. Now, with all things said, I tend to side on Claire's side that that her feelings are valid, the way she feels, and all of that. But, you know, as they say, the truth is usually somewhere closer to uh, in between the two. I would lean on Claire uh, because she seems, I, well, I want to say as more of the mature one, but we know we know from Claire's season, and again, big fan of Claire. We know from her season, she was kind of rough on some of these guys, right? They didn't look at her right away. Why aren't you guys looking at me? Her anxiety kind of would take over this and that. So obviously dealing with the, the sort of um, dementia that her mom has, and her mom I think is still alive, but she's been uh, clearly uh, under hospice for this whole time, dealing with that and the breast implant illness. She needed a she needed a rock and she did not get that out of Dale and the relationship did not work out. So glad she's sharing her feelings. We'll have to see if Dale responds. She's essentially opened the door for Dale to respond if she's not telling the truth. If Dale has a wildly different recollection of how things went down, then I'm sure we will hear from him. My guess is Claire's probably got most of the facts on this one. All right, and speaking of couples that are no longer working out, people are speculating about Michael A. and Danielle. He's going to be hosting like a ladies' night event, and everyone's saying if he was still with Danielle, wouldn't they be together still? Well, I'll tell you what. I have been addressing this ad nauseum on the Patreon, and if you want to know more about that story, you're going to get it. On patreon.com slash Dave Neal. That is not a sort of a clickbait thing to say. I'm telling you flat out, if they are still together, I've got the info, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. And speaking of couples that are still together, what couple might be shopping for a home together? They're not married. That's a hint. They've been canceled and brought back to life. We'll have that story right after a quick word from our sponsor. All right, we're back with our final story of the day. Very quick one today in the Bachelor world. Rachel Kirkconnell, the hot Rachel Kirkconnell with her hot boyfriend, Matt James, the hot young couple that literally must have tapeworms in their uh, belly because all they do is eat hamburgers and uh, 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 macaroni and cheese and drink choice beverages and eat gooey chocolate chip cookies and look fine. What's their secret? I have no idea. My guess is it's being young. Either way, this hot couple that we speak of uh, might be looking to buy a new home together. She posted on Instagram, new chapter loading heart and then uh, some sort of like winky emoji. I don't even really know what that means. And it looks like it might be a new place. I don't have, um, I don't know if I can reverse image search on Zillow, but are Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt James taking the next step with home ownership together? Listen, probably the worst time in the history of the world to buy a home unless they're going to do it with cash. Uh, you know, interest rates are at a all-time high. Inventory is low. Demand is high. It's literally the worst for us millennials. Although, I don't know, is Rachel Kirkconnell a millennial or is she a Gen Z? 
Either way, this hot young couple might be uh, getting that might be the next couple to propose. People are wondering who will be the next couple to propose. Will it be Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt James? Could it be Cassie Randolph and her boyfriend Brighton? I tell you what, Brighton is coming to my stand-up show in Huntington Beach next Thursday, August seventeenth. I'm going to ask him point blank. Hey, bro, you've been a window, you've been a wedding ring, uh, engagement ring shopping, bro. You've been looking. Uh, at them carrots, what do you got going on? As we know, yesterday we saw Noah and Abigail posted their four-carat ring. Hey, leave a little for the rest of us. The uh, diamond industry has got us by the balls. Either way, rings are inflated. The prices aren't real. Kind of like housing, you know? Either way, here we are. So we're going to have to see um, what Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt James have coming up in the future. As you know, look, I've got an, an agreement from Rachel to do driving with Dave. I think she said she would do it when I was in New York, uh, uh, walking with Dave, but uh, then she ended up having to go to Europe. And as you know, the uh, Canadian wildfires really snuffed out my New York uh, outdoor activities when I was there. Uh, but either way, if there's anyone that you want to see on driving with Dave, let me know. I know, I hey, I saw that um, Thomas Jacobs' mom actually liked one of my reels. So it looks like we got the mother of Thomas Jacobs in our community. I know we have a lot of moms out there. I know Rachel Kirkconnell's mom is out there. So uh, I know Connor Brennan's mom is out there. So for all the moms in Bachelor Nation, we are your one-stop shop. Listen, my mom doesn't even know what a podcast is. My mom uh, thinks it's like a VHS type of thing. She has no idea if it's Blu-ray. She literally... she. (laughs) She is the worst. My mom is the worst with technology. Every time I come home, I have to reset the microwave clock. It is just a dumpster fire out there. So she's not going to find a podcast if it slaps her upside the head. Either way, you guys found me. Thank you all so much for the nice reviews. You keep giving us nice five-star reviews. I appreciate that. Keep sharing it with your friends. We're going to keep growing this thing. Now that school's back, we're getting so much love out there. And speaking of school, go to uh, the link in the comment section to join the teacher appreciation list. It's just a list of 34 different teachers that are part of our community. We have a large community out there that needs our help, and we've got all of their Amazon wish lists. Find a teacher that resonates with you. Find one that's maybe close to your home and donate to their wish list. Buy one, two, three items. Clear out the whole list, whatever you want. And they're just little items that can help make their classroom more wholesome. And maybe kids can learn a little bit out there. All right, folks. Well, uh, tomorrow is going to be another banger of an episode as we rush through this wild week of content in the Bachelor world. I appreciate your support, your loyalty. And again, if you want extra content, go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal to Check that out. If you're in Seattle, August 24th, I've got a show for you there. August 17th in Huntington Beach. And tomorrow night in Hollywood, I'm on the Real Housewives of LA show. I'm a new, I'm a Real Housewives, fr- folks. I don't know if you knew that, but I'm a big Bravo boy now. And I'll be on that stand-up show. Link in my description below to get all that info. All right. Well, that's been it for me. I'm Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.